our digital future here every Friday at 4 p.m. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a good week. Last week, I wasn't here. And let me tell you why. I'm in library school. That's right. University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. This is the fall semester, my current semester. We have been in school since July. This is like a two-year program for me. I'm getting a Master's of Library Information Science degree. This is going to help me become a librarian. And we started off the show, just so you know, with Hey Mercedes. We heard a song called St. James Street. Funny story, I just was in Chicago and had Bob Nana, the lead singer of Hey Mercedes. Um, I heard him DJ at Bar DeVille in Wicker Park and then actually got a little tour of the Threadless headquarters. He's actually the marketing manager. What a coincidence. The thing that ties us back into libraries is that their band, Hey Mercedes, and members of which were formerly Braid, met at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. So it's a plus as to why I went there. Not to mention the Graduate School of Library Information Science at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign has the number one U.S. News-rated master's program for the Library Information Science degree. Therefore, why not go there? Obviously, a great choice. Turns out, taking classes on the internet isn't so bad. I'm a distance learning student, so although I'm here at the University of California, Irvine, as a full-time library staff and volunteering at this radio station, KUCI, I'm able to attend library school once a week on the internet per class. I'm taking two classes this semester. I'm thinking about signing up for three next semester, but doing this allows you to keep your job wherever you are in the world, which obviously we need to pay for grad school somehow. We can't just have loans out, which this is my first time having loans. We'll see how that works. So we're going to have once a semester an in-person class per class session. Therefore, this weekend, I had a Saturday class and a Monday class since I'm taking two classes. Saturday was the Intro to Library course on session day, and Monday was the Intro to Archives on session day. I'm thinking about taking a certificate of archive special collections. Therefore, I'm probably sign up for more archive specialization classes for the spring semester. Although there is a new topic I'm interested in, it's called data curation. With a digital future of our information spaces on my mind, I wonder, isn't that something I might want to look into? Data curation seems to be more about metadata and, you know, IT technological stuff, but I'm interested in film and media, video. They mentioned there was an internship with um, Hollywood Studios that are going more on digital with their video film databases. They need people to enter the metadata for the digital archives of their film collection. And that would be a data curation um, specialist there working with the information, maintaining metadata, or just organizing information. That's what library information science people do. It's a great program if you want to be a librarian or an archivist or 
any kind of library employee that's really something I enjoy is working with libraries. There's actually a class coming up I'm thinking of taking with. It's the architecture of a library inside and out. So there's a chance that just by observing how libraries are built, you can learn so much about libraries because society can make libraries, you know, change their function. Right now we're going through a change. In the past, maybe libraries were more about reading and, you know, quiet time. But now, you know, we're switching it up. There's actually a coffee shop in the undergraduate library at Urbana, Urbana, excuse me. I've pronounced the city name wrong numerous times, but it's Urbana. I try to remember. Actually, a funny thing, the undergrad library at Urbana is 24-7. It's always open. I wonder, you know, I actually spent the whole night there my last night before coming back to California, you can stay in the undergraduate library and just watch films all night long. They actually have a great DVD collection that anyone can check out with a library card from that school. And all night long, I could just watch films and fall asleep if you had to a little. No one's like controlling if you're sleeping or not. So that was a very fun event for me myself liking films as much as I do. So just so um, I can share with you my weekend, let me tell you about uh, Monday. Maintaining Archives is an interesting class, more so for the on-campus day. I really enjoyed learning about the university archives there. I found out that uh, I believe Hugh Hefner was a student at the University of Illinois Urbana. Urbana Champaign. So he has all his, you know, school-related archives material, you know, possibly contributed there. They were showing us um, old photos from sororities. Actually, um, the University of Illinois Urbana Champaign is one of the first sorority fraternity campuses. Also, um, they're big for marching bands, I found out this weekend, that the history of the marching band in the United States for colleges at football shows, everything, they're like the first ones that had the marching band. So they have a really great collect, uh, music archive documenting the marching band from right when it started. They actually have, uh, I believe it's called Sousa archives there. You can go through the archives and it's like a even like a museum. They have all these instruments that the marching band purchased but didn't end up, you know, taking over on display. There's like um, really great things that they lend out for usage because I really learned this weekend that the number one thing for archives is access. You want to provide access to the materials you're collecting. That's why you're collecting this for research purposes. People can go back and look at the history of whatever you're collecting, in this case, musical instruments. So not just like a museum on display, but an archive is hands-on for research, primary sources, examples of the past. So we have the archives at the public library, the Urbana, Urbana Free Library. We went there and we saw that they collected more local history, so that was great for 
family trees, you could even go back and see. Um, they have books and books of cemetery documentation, so you can see who's buried where. Like a lot of great um, documents are kept there. They had lots of court documentation. Also, you know, what was funny was they had from like the 1930s, they had a jail record. So like, what was interesting to me, I, I liked that um, they had a lot of people that were came into the jail because of intoxication. So in the 1930s, you wonder, is that more common than now? They had photos from the 1950s of vets, but local, all local to the Champaign County. So you should really check your archives, your local public archives, and see your local history. But what's important is they're becoming digital. They're digitalizing these things online. So you can really search through digital archive databases a wealth of photos, really great old primary photos. There's one from Anaheim that I saw recently as well. The Anaheim Public Library has really great photo images. So just want to let everyone know you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Our Digital Future, a weekly Friday 4 p.m. public affairs show with me, Ziva Z. We talk about the future of our information spaces. We try to have guests on regularly. Our recent guests include music librarians, government archivists, the military, recent MLIS grads from various schools such as San Jose State or UCLA. In California, if you're looking to get a Masters of Library Information Science. The only two schools locally are UCLA, which is all in person. You can't do that online. And there's San Jose State, which you can do online. It's a distance program. But then there's plenty across the U.S. where you can also do online. There's some in um, Seattle, Washington, and North Carolina, and Syracuse, New York. Those are, And then, of course, Urbana, Champaign, Illinois. Those are all the within the top five library schools where you can do it online. So definitely check that out because I really like the library environment. It's non-stressful and usually there's like just great visuals. It's usually pretty clean and well organized and it's just a great free space for the community. Everyone can come in usually unless it's a private library or the University of California Irvine libraries are open to the community and it's just great that you can go on the internet. It's just free knowledge, free information. I know I checked out um, the services at the Chicago Public Library last week. I was just there and they actually have all these computer stations but you have to be a Chicago resident to use it for up to two hours a day with your library card and me traveling from California that wasn't available to me so I had to sign up for a temporary 15 minute pass 
so I could use the internet for 15 minutes. And the stations are full of people. Everyone's there using the internet. It's a great resource when you have um, access to a computer with free internet. What if you don't have a laptop for free Wi-Fi? It's a great place. That's what I needed because I didn't know how to get from one place to another necessarily if you don't have a smartphone then public libraries are the, the where you want to go to find where to go next. I really enjoy archives I'm finding out. I wasn't sure exactly what an archive was. Libraries, they collect all kinds of collections, but archives are more unique. They collect like a specific topic or like one thing. Usually they're not in existence anywhere else. The UC Irvine archives. Here we have university archives. So here um, we have a cross-cultural center. I actually looked into the administrative history of the cross-cultural center. So even back from the 70s and the late 60s, you could see the programs they were coming up with. You could see the budgets they were requesting. And it's really great. They were asking to have musical performances by people such as Stevie Wonder. They were requesting budgets to have speakers such as Cesar Chavez. And they were having events and programs such as potlucks and really great ethnic programs from the 70s. You can look this like open information about your university if you want to know any department that has um, archives available. You should check out the archives website and the library. Wherever you are, it's really great to know the history, and it's not all necessarily available via the internet. So it's really great to go out and visit a public space, like an archive, and look into the history. I mean, especially for research, that's what they're there for, is for researchers. If you want to be a scholarly academic or just any kind of researcher, these are all tools out there that they should get used more, I feel. It's just, you know, these days everybody time is a precious commodity so I think most people spend their time on the internet which is good and bad but now that there's more and more digital files we had um, a tour of the archive of digital collections the library for floor at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign is digitizing maps from Africa but they're really great TIFF detailed maps. You can really get really great detail of the original art of the maps. They're, they're colored um, with like vegetable ink, different paint, paints. And these are really great um, artifacts that are being made available from a really high resolution scanner. And they also do the 3D effect for the instruments in the musical archives, you can see a full rotation of the musical instruments. So even though you can't travel necessarily to the Midwest easily, you can still see the rust and the scratches of the instruments available in the archives through a 360 photo. So it's like wonderful what they're doing now with digitizing materials. So you don't have to go travel to do research and you could see what's there 
And so I'm a really great advocate, really big advocate for the archives and the libraries. And we're going to have guests lined up for this coming quarter. We're in the fall quarter here at UC Irvine in the fall semester over at UI Urbana-Champaign. Hopefully we'll have some UC Irvine archivists talking to us about their collection. And hopefully we'll have another librarian that I met at Bell and Sebastian call in. And even the classmates of mine from the program can talk about why they like libraries. And I always invite callers. Our phone number is 949-824-5824. Let us know why you like libraries or archives if you have any questions. You can also email me at ziba at kuci.org. So every Friday at 4 p.m., we're just going to open the discussion up for, you know, 20 minutes. I like to start off the show with a song and end the show with a song. So we're going to break shortly for another track by Hey Mercedes. This time I'm going to play Stay Six. And I want to invite everyone to send topics. But also I invite you to go to your local library, especially if you're on campus. We actually have four libraries. There's the medical library off campus, there's the law library on campus, there's the science library, and there's the Langston library. The science library recently got renamed to Ayala Science Library. So hopefully we can talk more about that in the upcoming weeks. I want to thank you for listening to Our Digital Future here on KUCI 